Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello and welcome to the It's Karmic podcast with me, your host, Vika Bradford. Today, I have the honor and privilege of connecting with someone pretty freaking amazing. Okay, I have Vanya Banks with me here and... I like just to preface the magic she creates. I drink her tea constantly. I'm obsessed. Um, she is an astrologer. She is an herbologist. She's all these other things she's going to tell you about. Um, but I'm literally obsessed with what she's creating in the world. So I knew she had to come on here. Banya, welcome. Thank you so much for those kind words and for allowing me to be a part of this. I love your podcast. I'm super excited to listen to the episode you just released as well. Oh my gosh. Masculine and feminine. Oh my God. Uh, and we did part two today too. And it got like, oh it God. got tantric and sexual. And like, we broke some, I'm going to have to put explicit on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited to hear that. Um, so honored to have you here. Yeah. Thank you so much. But um, yeah, I mean, um, there's a lot of kind of titles, I guess, that go after my name, but Honestly, I'm kind of an internal student, as I think you can probably appreciate being an astrologer as well. Um, so yeah, astrologer, uh, floral artist, um, mm. and still an herbalist in training as well. Um, and I recently also got my 200 hour uh, yoga teacher training. Oh, yes. And if we go far enough back, um, I have a master's in nutrition, uh, which yeah, isn't incredibly relevant to what I'm doing with this, but somewhat, I guess <laughs> it links into the herbs, right? Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Very, very Virgo. And I feel like I haven't asked this question in so long because I haven't had anyone that's like deep in the astrology world on in a couple episodes. Um, what is your, cause I know it, but tell us your, your big three and tell us any, point in your astrology, which you think is like quite big in your makeup. Okay. Uh, yeah. So big three, um, Scorpio rising, uh, Virgo sun and Pisces moon. Um, yeah, I think that the fact that my Scorpio rising is like in the 29th degree was something that I really did a bit of a deep dive into because it completely explains my whole like witch wound mm. thing going on. And like uh, this sense of like urgency to really like do things in this life and, and to like learn these lessons associated mm. with Scorpio. Um, but yeah, so I, I would say like that 29th degree really speaks to me. And I mean, one of the major things for me also was like my, my Pisces moon and my Pisces, um, I always pronounce it wrong. So I'm just going to say, I see. <laughs> totally. I, I have like six ways of saying it. So yeah, yeah, I exactly. see is perfect. Yeah. Um, those two really, really speak to me as well, because um, I've never yet lived by the ocean, but it's my dream and it's been my dream forever. And I just feel like I am so deeply connected to the sea and the ocean and that Pisces, I see just says it all <laughs> it does I love that because like 
not enough emphasis is put on the angles. I mean, yeah, we talk about our rising, we talk about our midheaven, but like nobody's talking about the IC and the descendant. And those are my, some of my favorite points. So I love that you brought that up because it is so important to literally finding ourselves, finding our home, finding our root systems. And I know as an Aquarius, I see like when I connected those dots, I was like, oh shit, everything makes sense. For sure. Yeah. I love that. And it's so like, that's the great thing about astrology is you you just kind of, you learn more about your chart, the more you live it and the more you live the astrology in your life. So yeah, like you, you know, that's the one thing that I feel like I really resonate with right now. But you know, if you asked me like three months ago or <laughs> three months from now, it'd probably be something different. So <laughs> totally. Okay. I love that it came up because clearly it was meant to. Um, okay. So how did you, how did you get where you are now with all the pieces that you have? Like you have all these beautiful puzzle pieces that fit together. Um, but like, how did it start? Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to preface it by saying, I think obviously a lot of it started through like my own journey, which I think a lot of people who are in sort of into spirituality and healing modalities, that's kind of where it all starts, right. Is like through your own healing journey and you find what works for you and you realize like this could really help other people. So for me, like, I think my two main things in life have always been like, um, really living in, first of all, being brought up by like immigrant parents, kind of really having to like prove myself and, and go to school and do all these things, uh, really just living in that, like people pleasing masculine type, like doing energy, like always trying to achieve. Right. And so I think that really brought me out of balance and it brought me really out of that, that Pisces moon energy. Cause my, my moon and my sun are almost like exactly opposite one another so so it's Mm. like there's always this polarity in in my life of like trying to find the balance between the feminine and masculine um as I'm sure it is for everyone but I feel like it's very prominent for me because of Mm -hmm. sort of how I was brought up and just that energy in my chart already and the other thing really was I think as a result of that um, conditioning, you know, I really lost sense of like the things that made me happy and the things that made me feel good and the things that I really enjoyed because I kind of just lost direction and I went to do things that other people wanted me to do. So astrology was one of the main things that kind of brought me to understanding, first of all, how to balance that masculine feminine energy. Like when I learned about my moon sign and and all the things that a Pisces moon is, I was like, yes, that's me. <laughs> it also really allowed me to heal my inner child through that process um, and allowed me to really understand my like authentic self more. Um, and in that process, nature was like a key part of it. So I actually started doing like these dried floral moon, like wall art hangings years ago like I don't know it's probably like five years ago now or something like that and it was more of just a creative outlet of like me trying to really connect back into that like creativity that I knew I had as a kid and that I lost kind of along the way um and it wasn't really until I don't know maybe like 
two years ago now that I kind of connected all the puzzle pieces and I realized that this was like coming through me, right? It was putting all the pieces together already before I realized it, that like it was the energy of the plants and the creative aspect of like my Pisces moon that really was putting it all together and giving me what I needed to bring balance and authenticity back into my life. So that's kind of how it all started. And then, you know, I've taken some courses and still sort of learning along the way there, but nature and astrology really is what it comes down to. And just the belief that everything is energy. Um, and that's where the yoga really fits in because it's been something I've been practicing, you know, since I was in high school and I always knew it did amazing things for my body. And it kind of became, you know, initially it was a physical practice, but it became so much more than that. And, um, and then, yeah, I just, I just realized it's, it's all connected. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love like seeing the polarity of Virgo and Pisces and all that, right? Like it's like you have that Virgo priestess herbs, earth energy, but then it's like, you still bring in the spiritual work, the healing, the, like the gift of energy, you bring that through and together you find like the magic in the middle. And I always say with, um, with Virgo and Pisces, it's like, I was walking one time and I was Virgo. My feet were on, or my <laughs> eyes were on my feet, right? My eyes are on the ground. Like watch the ground. Cause if, if you fall, if you hit something, I don't know, like keep your eyes on the ground. And I was like, what? I, I haven't even looked up on this, this walk at all. I'm like in nature at sunset. What am I doing? And then I was like looking and I was like, if I was a Pisces, my husband head in the horizon, like not looking at his feet at all or not in the horizon, sorry, but like in the sky, like he's just like up. Right. And I was like the beautiful, like place between Pisces and Virgo is the horizon, right? Like your head's not down. It's not way too up. It's just like on the horizon. I feel like you're living that horizon. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay. So what I'm obsessed with is obviously your astro herbalism because I feel like we're getting closer and closer to this lifestyle globally of like energy is a part of our daily lives. Right. Um, but I also think that in that teaching and in the the world, um, we get lost in our heads. We get lost in the upper chakras. We want to bypass Pisces. We want to move out of the body, right? We want to escape. But what I love about what you're doing is you're literally making the practice come into the body through herbs. So can you talk to us about like astro herbalism? Tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah, no. And I totally agree. I think it's like, it's one thing to be like looking up at the sky and looking at what's going on up there and, and really like having your head in the clouds. Right. Um, but it's, I think, uh, the way that we can really utilize this energy is by bringing it down to earth. Right. And by using like material and earthly tools to help us embody that energy and to move through it. So really that's, that's what astro herbalism is because essentially if we think about um, like herbalism and astrology um, and we think about essentially like we can draw an equilateral triangle in our, in our mind's eye. Right. And so we have planets at the top, people on one side, plants on the other side. 
And so if we look at the three sides connecting the triangle, it's like people and, and plants are herbalism, right? That's the relationship between people and plants. Plants and planets are essentially astro herbalism. And then planets and people are the astrology. So it's like this model to like holistic wellness, essentially in because the the sky mirrors everything on earth or sorry, everything on earth mirrors everything in the sky. So as above, so below. Right. And we say that a lot as astrologers for people on that astrology side of things, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't realize that it's also the case with plants. Mm, And so essentially. Yeah, exactly. Well, everything. Yeah, of course, like in any living thing, right? Everything is energy. So, but by utilizing, so essentially like astroherbalism goes as far as like, um, medical astrology. So, you know, in like ancient Greece, you couldn't be a doctor without being an astrologer also. Right. So because each sign and each planet rules different body systems and different organs, um, they would essentially look at a chart of a person and say like, you know, this is where you have the greater uh, malefics like Mars or Saturn and sort of look at the different aspects and be able to tell like, this is where your challenges are, not just spiritually, not just like emotionally, but also physically. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they would actually look at it through that lens and then prescribe herbs that help balance those energies And the way I'm working with it right now is largely on an energetic level of like spirituality and emotional well-being. Um, But maybe one day I'll sort of dive into the medical side of things. You never know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, So yeah, like that's the relationship between plants and plants really is that we can tell based on like how a plant is structured, where it grows, uh, what kind of affinities it has for certain parts of the body, um, what its plant spirit is like, like what kind of gifts it brings to us. We can tell what energy it represents in terms of like plant, uh, planets and signs. So I don't know if that made sense. It does. It makes complete sense. (laughs) Um, it's a very, it like, I don't know, I painted a picture in my brain, which I loved that's your, um, your natal mercury retrograde coming out. Um, the, you <laughs> painted the picture, which like is how I teach. So I love that. Uh, and I just, it resonates so deeply, right? Because a, I just learned that they took that section out of the Hippocratic oath that said, like, you had to know astrology to be a doctor. Like I just learned that a couple of weeks ago yeah. and my mind blew up. <laughs> right. And yeah. it makes so much sense because the more I get deeper and deeper into this world since like since 2012 um the resonance between what i put in my body and how my body is functioning and then learning astrology and being like oh i have so much of this energy of course like the the scorpio the detoxing the the stuff in the genital area like things like that <laughs> right or like just learning about the my natal libra rising which totally threw me for a spin but then learning that libra actually rules like skin texture and having issues with my skin my whole life i was like mix that with Scorpio. And it's like, okay, we, we know something's bunged up, right? Like we know we need cleansing, we need clearing. And there was just so much that I was like, it all makes sense. Like learning the simple fact of being a Virgo and digestive issues. Oh yeah. <laughs> like the story simple, <laughs> right. A story of my life as well. Every Virgo on here is like, God damn it. Um, 
And just knowing that you can have a simple tool in your house, like peppermint versus Pepto-Bismol. Exactly. Right. That was just like mind blowing. So when I found you, I don't even know how we followed each other. Don't know how the connection happened (laughs) at this point, but, and I started like drinking your teas, like a crazy person. Um, I felt the balancing, right. And, And it's interesting too, because, and I've talked to you about how obsessed I am with Taurus right now and how addicted I am to your Taurus tea, because it just does something to me. It just grounds me amazing it is very earthy right the sage so and, love and the rose is just kind of you know for that heart chakra yeah or its energy but yeah. yeah but you can feel the change in frequency like um and I love that so okay for all the people listening being like what the hell like you can connect herbs to astrology. What the hell are we talking about here? Um let's talk about how let's talk about some signs and some some herbs and how, how they can support each other. Let's maybe pick a sign and think about like how we could balance it on the low octave and on the high octave. Cause we've talked about that, right? Like how some will balance the energies of say a Scorpio and then some will um, enhance or excite the energies. Can we talk about something like that? Yeah, for sure. And so let's see which sign. Um, Well, yeah, why don't we, why don't we start with Taurus, for example? Okay. Um, So Taurus, um, you know, for like, let's say uh, Rose, because I was just talking about that. So Taurus rules uh, is, is also like connected to the heart chakra, right? Because of Venus energy. So Venus rules the sign of Taurus and also Libra. Um, Rose is like your stereotypical heart chakra plant, right? And really it can help support Tauruses because Tauruses can be very um, rooted in sort of their physical body. And they're also kind of solitary in a sense, right? Like they're like Libra is the sort of the partnership oriented one. Taurus is more focused on like the relationship with self. Mm -hmm. And so Rose can help support that, you know, self-love aspect, but it can also help support um, them being able to trust and like open up their hearts to other people and to be able to kind of understand other people because sometimes they they have maybe a hard time especially if you're like a Taurus moon maybe you have a hard time like emotionally sort of connecting with other people or like understanding why other people don't really like live in their body so physically like you do um and so rose is really great for that um one that might also kind of really balance let's say Taurus's ability to maybe not really like because they tend to maybe hold on to emotions like being an earth sign right like kind of suck everything inside and not really express it so sage um, can really help them because sage really activates the throat chakra and so it can be more of that balancing energy of like allowing them to like speak out their Mm. truth their emotions express them right so Um, but still kind of on that earthly plane that they're comfortable in, right? Because sages is very earthy. So, yeah. So that's, I would say though, that's a good example of Taurus. Yeah. I love that because like, I'm always working with the, the low octave, the high octave and how we can get out of our sort of low energy, even though it's a part of us and we, we get to experience and we get to yeah. be in the shadow, but like, it's always about like, how can we move out of the low octaves into at least a balanced place? So that right there gives the, any Taurus 
energies listening, especially the moons or like a South node or um, something like that gives them the tools to be like, okay, we can find a little balance. And I love even when you mentioned the throat chakra with the sage, because I know in medical astrology, the throat area is Taurus as well, right? Like that, or what is it called? The The thyroid. thyroid. Yeah, exactly. And that's, yeah. Totally forgot to even mention that's that. Okay. That's okay. It's totally what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah. Totally <laughs> yeah. So I, I love that um, mm-hmm. because even though anyone listening may not know the exact reason why something balances their energy, it just naturally will, right? Because energy just, it just does its thing. We don't have to manipulate it too much. It just will. Um, but we yeah. used to use these tools to use the little energy manipulation. Okay. Let's, uh, let's flip it and go to Scorpio as like just the, the um, opposing energies, right? And we'll, we'll show them that. Yeah, for sure. So Scorpio, I would say my Scorpio T is a little bit more kind of activating um, <laughs> than maybe toning things down just because I, I did go fairly intuitively kind of with what I included in the teas. Um, and actually a lot of Scorpio like guardian herbs that sort of um, uh, maybe like help tone down the energy can be toxic. Um, so that's why obviously I had to like be very selective and careful with what I was picking. Cause a lot of them are used like for plant, like spiritual medicine, right? Like you're not necessarily consuming them. You're working with the energy, but because my teas are like a dual purpose product where you're, you know, bathing in them. So you want them to be safe on your skin and Mm -hmm. you're drinking them. You want them to be safe you know, when you're drinking them. Um, yeah, it, I would say the Scorpio tea is maybe a bit more activating. So in that sense, um, a lot of Scorpio herbs, uh, normally have affinities for the reproductive system. You know, they're often kind of like, um, aphrodisiacs in a sense, uh, they're often plants that really help kind of amp up like passion and, um, really help us channel, those Scorpio like intense energies. (laughs) So, uh, for the Scorpio tea, for example, one of the herbs in there is, uh, hibiscus. Uh, so hibiscus is an aphrodisiac, but it's also cooling in its action. And so although it helps Scorpios like express their passion, it helps them express it in like a balanced way and not just sort of like be super intense about it. (laughs) Um, so I guess in a way it is a little bit toning. Um, and then I would say the other one that I'd want to mention for Scorpio is, uh, yarrow. So yarrow's in a lot of the teas actually, because it's just such like a wonderful sort of heal all, but for Scorpio in particular, yarrow is really great, um, more so physically, especially if you're using it in a bath, because it's really good for women for their sort of urinary issues and things like that. So good to know. Yeah, it's just a very good like anti-inflammatory. Um, yeah. So. beautiful which is such a like Scorpio thing to have happen Vir- Virgo Scorpio like yeah. <laughs> inflammatory well that's energies. the thing right yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> I love this and just knowing like how plants operate on frequencies right like everything is frequencies and the plant has a frequency and I love what you said about oh my goodness what did you say uh, like the the plants like spirit what did you call it um yeah like the plant spirit the plant spirit. Oh my gosh. I love that. So every plant has its own spirit essentially is what, what you're saying. Yeah. This is amazing. 
Um, because I know like everyone listening probably has all these plants in their home and they're just like, we're plant people now that the world has become a plant world. Um, so thinking that like, and knowing, knowing is more the word that every plant has its own spirit. We can actually connect into the, how we consume things or what we're consuming. Like we're consuming the spirit. Like they, I know in the Jewish tradition, they believe like you consume the spirit of the animal that you eat. Mm -hmm. Um, so even just thinking about, we consume the spirit of the plant that we can like are putting into our bodies. Exactly. And I think again, it just kind of comes down to energy in the end. Right. So like when you're, um, when you're interacting with these plants, whether you're consuming them or you're around them or you're taking care of them, it's an exchange of energy and your interact, your spirit is interacting with their spirit. Right. So, um, one of the really cool things I find, uh, that, you know, people who are into plants or not even necessarily people who are into plants, but I've just, I've, I've had this come up obviously personally, but I've also talked about it with other people where I don't know if you've heard of, um, like those, uh, flower essences, Bach flower essences. Yeah. I've used a few. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're amazing. But just the concept behind how he created them, right? Like he Ooh, literally was this, <laughs> like, he was, uh, I forget his first name, but Dr. Bach was this like, uh, English physician and I think he was dying from like a terminal illness and, um, he basically would just go out and like, go and be like, assess whatever plant he was connected to that day and how he was feeling. And that plant then became the medicine to his emotional condition. Right. So it's, again, it's that, it's just that energetic exchange of like this plant energy, this plant spirit is going to help me, you know, balance the emotion, which is energy in motion that I'm feeling. And that's how all of his essences were born, essentially, um, through the personal experience of how he interacted with them. So I often like when I'm going on hikes, or when I even like recently, when I was sick, I would randomly have like plants sort of pop out to me or um, really stand out or like just kind of pop up in my brain and I would just know okay I need to look into like what this plant is used for whether it's physically or or spiritually and like 99% of the time it was on point um like licorice was one of them recently because I was sick and I knew licorice like had a lot of different activities, but I didn't know that it was specifically um, used for like, like, uh, like as an antiviral. Okay. And I had a virus. So it was like, yeah. Your body just knew. It just that, knew. Yeah. That is I literally had it sitting on my counter and it like, like, it, like looked at me, you know, <laughs> I do know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I do know because, um, it makes me think about a couple of things. One, when we had COVID recently, we lived on Mullen. Like it was just a knowing that I, I had to use it every single day. Um, and we did, and we didn't get any respiratory stuff at all. Like we just, we inhaled it. You mentioned we had been drinking it and then you put it yeah. on Instagram to inhale it. And I was like, why didn't I think of that? So then we steamed it like every day, just like all of it. Um, and then I'm thinking like, and this probably resonates for everyone that we all have certain plants or flowers or trees that we're very, very connected to, or it'll change, right? Like, um, at one point in my life and they're, they're still my favorite now, uh, poppies became my favorite in the last couple of years. It was just like, 
poppies. And I was like, where the hell is this coming from? Oh, that's very interesting. Right. And like, I, I, all I know about a poppy is that it contains heroin. Like that's really yeah. all I know. But poppies are like a very like mystical um, plant, right? Because if you think of opium, mm-hmm. it comes from poppies. Yeah, I guess opium um, not they're, they're very much like a Pisces plant, actually. They're okay. very associated with like, you know, dream work and mm. like being in that other dimension, essentially. Um, so I feel like it's only natural that you would be drawn to them. I love poppies too. <laughs> I love them. Okay. And this is so interesting too, because I feel like they, they could be very connected with Scorpio in a, in a way too. Um, yeah. But also like when you're saying, because when you were speaking, I was thinking poppies and Pisces came into my head. And then in this whole transition of my chart, when I look at whole signs now, it moves my sun, Mercury and Venus into the 12th house, which I've never felt I had any 12th house energy. So now I'm like, and also like you clearly are attracted to Pisces energy because your husband's Pisces. He is, I know. Um, and I've, <laughs> I've dated many, many Pisces in my day. I, it's like when I pull up a chart of someone I like, it's either they have their Venus in Aquarius or in Pisces, or there's a lot of Scorpio going on. I have a clear signature here. <laughs> So yes, Pisces, Pisces, um, settles me. It settles all the Virgo in me. That is just like, you know, it's a lot. I do internally, (laughs) you know, it's just a freaking lot. Um, and Pisces people, they, they laugh at my insanity. They laugh at my controlling this. They're just like, why are you, why are you being this way? So yes. Um, so I'm gonna have to explore this poppy thing. Yeah, for sure. You know what other plant you might really be into then is, or just like even essential oils, nutmeg. Um, nutmeg that's come up again you're the second person that's mentioned nutmeg to me recently and I think we talked about nutmeg months ago didn't we yeah we did because so nutmeg um I mean like I've always loved nutmeg because it's like who doesn't it's like part of delicious delicious, like Christmas things yeah um but I so I went to Spain to do my yoga teacher training which you know but the reason I went there specifically was because of astrogeography and because my North node line is there. And I've always been obsessed with South of Spain and the UK. Hmm. I've like, since I was a kid, like imagined myself living in the UK. And then like in high school, I did this like project on Andalusia in Spain and like the Alhambra, like the, uh, the palace that's there. Um, and so I just finally was like, I need to go here. I need to figure out what's here for me. Right. So I went there and uh, when I was there after my training, I went to the uh, city of Granada and I finally like booked my visit to go to the Alhambra. Um, And I went on this like walking tour um, through the hostel that I was staying at and it ended up just being me and the tour guy. Um, And he turned out to be an energy healer. (laughs) Um, And he was was like, insane but I mean not really because it was like clearly there was something there right um and he was like oh you know I didn't really want to bring this up until like the end of our tour um I'm gonna walk you up to the palace so that you know how to get there sorry my cat is going it's to- okay we knew something was gonna happen yeah <laughs> um and so he was like yeah um I wasn't really gonna bring this up until like the end uh but I feel like like I've been getting like visions essentially um telling me that like you're coming and that like I need to help you and that you're on this healing journey and all this stuff and somehow I mean after 
we did like a healing session in the forest by the Alhambra. Um, he was like, we started talking about past lives and he was like, yeah, I, I get the sense that you were like this Dutch sailor in your past life. And you um, were like part of the spice wars and you were like obsessed with getting to these spice islands and getting this specific spice but like I can't remember what it is I'll message you later and he was like yeah it was nutmeg and uh so I started obviously like searching uh, like things about nutmeg because I never even really knew what it stood for and it's like a typical Pisces um herb because it's very much connected to sort of that like mysticism again in like dream work um, and just sort of like, like consciousness really and spirituality. And so that's why there were all these like wars happening also in the 1800s around these spice islands in like the Pacific ocean, because everyone was just like, they highly regarded these like medicinal and also spiritual uses of things like clove and nutmeg. Um, and yeah, it was just like this, makes perfect sense so <laughs> I actually have my nutmeg oil that I got in Spain going on my diffuser right now because it's one I love to work with <laughs> yeah so you've been working with it because you got back from Spain a while ago now right um, yeah when did you yeah. get back um in December December okay so you've been kind of working with nutmeg since that return mm-hmm. yeah and how have you have you found like any crazy dreams any recall happening I definitely feel like I'm the kind of person that like, I actually don't remember my dreams okay. a lot, uh, normally, but since I've been working with it, I would say that I have much more vivid and a lot of like a lot more recall in my dreams for sure. And I feel like a lot of times they're really, um, synced up with the lunar cycle. Mm, um, okay. So, more so than before. Yeah, like Ugh. around the full moon, it's just like nuts. They're nuts. Oh my God, this yeah. is so cool. So we can essentially, as human beings, tap into like the frequency of a plant, like pick a plant. And I guess this is what people do with essential oils, but I feel like like we're cracking a different surface here right now. Um, <laughs> looking at like how, instead of like, oh, it's going to calm me, which is great. We're, we're definitely going to always use the calming herbs, the, but we can like look at these herbs and say, I can tap into past lives with this. Like I can use this to expand this part of my mind or, um, tap into a new frequency. And I love what you're offering here of like picking a plant that's just talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's like one of the things I, I do really want to do more in person as well um, with Astro Bloom is like do essentially little like foraging sessions yeah. and then we create with whatever herbs are calling to us. Um, and obviously like having the knowledge of like foraging things responsibly and not, you know, yes. picking things that are poisonous. And whatnot, so. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So do you explore, I'm just, the word foraging made me think about mushrooms. Um, do you work, do you explore into that world as well? Cause I know mushrooms are like technically not plants. They're, they're fungi, right? They're their own world. Um, but do you yeah. explore in that realm at all? Yeah. I mean, in terms of foraging, I've done, uh, I've done like a short little sort of intro course on mushroom foraging, 
but I haven't dealt into it too much because yeah, they're, they're really hard to identify properly. Like mm. I'm only really confident identifying maybe like two mushrooms. Yeah. We don't want to um, die, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I use them in like art often, like cool. my Capricorn um, moon wall hanging has little mushrooms, like little turkey tails on there oh, um, I love and it. like that. And yeah, I think also like as, uh, as a person with a lot of Pisces energy, I do uh, rely on reishi quite a bit okay um, because it's just kind of I don't know I just find it to be very grounding <laughs> it is for, a wonderful all the all the water energy <laughs> yeah oh my gosh I get that so mushrooms would essentially have their own like frequency that they would offer as well right and I guess that's mm-hmm. why they're so potent yeah mm, I've been taking a lot of turkey tail lately and lion's mane those are my two my two loves um okay this is amazing for that's one like that and reishi are my go-tos because turkey tail is so good for like any gut stuff so if you're a virgo okay i didn't know this (laughs) virgos turkey tail i uh, a friend gave it to me and then i was researching how it has really high levels of i think vitamin a or vitamin D, vitamin D. That's what uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it's vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's a wonderful thing to have. So I love that it even has like digestive properties. Okay. So this is so cool. What would you say to someone who wanted to start a journey in like bringing herbs into their, their life? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it's like, I think people maybe often get like scared around herbs and like what to, what to use them for and how to use them. Or I think it's like, if, if you don't feel comfortable growing them at home yourself, let's say, um, literally just pick up like the little $4 things from the grocery store. Right. And like, try to keep it alive on your counter and interact with it and see how you feel around it. Um, maybe try putting it in some salads or something like that and just see how, how it feels. You can always dry it as well and even burn it as like loose incense or make little bundles out of it and see how the smoke feels. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely lots of different ways you can work with herbs at different levels, right? Growing them yourself is going to obviously be a bit more involved, but if you're just going to like go and maybe buy some from like a farmer's market or the nursery or whatever, you can even buy it already cut up or buy it in a little pot and, and try to keep it alive because obviously when it's alive, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to emanate more of its sort of spirit that you can then interact with, but right. you can always buy it and dry it and make little bundles out of it or use it as a loose incense as well. Mm, like, I love that. And it's really just kind of being present with the plant, right? Like almost doing like a little meditation with it and really you know, holding out your hand to it, putting some in your hand, seeing how you feel, um, smelling it, using your senses um, to, to interact with it, really. Mm, I love that. And just bonding with it. And then on top of that, like adding in your teas because they're amazing. Um, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then your teas are also bath, which I don't have a bathtub, which is just depressing. Uh, because oh, I know. I'm sorry. I, oh, I just, a recent client kind of said the same t- thing to me. She's like, are you going to come up with anything that's like for showers? So have a bath I just smother like, myself. <laughs> I, I, I have to think about that one. I don't know what it's to do. Not but. as easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like, just for anyone listening, like you can also use her teas as a yeah. bath soak, which is, I think really, really cool. I do. Um, I think it's brilliant. 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, obviously if you don't want to like work with the plan, you don't want to have to worry about getting the plant or whatever, just get a tea. And I mean, the teas are made for the moon sign of the individual um, because just because of my own journey with my moon sign. And also because the moon is really like our innermost authentic self um, and, you know, really represents like our emotional body. So it's all about like self-care through the teas and through astro herbalism. Um, so I, if people don't know their moon sign, they can find it on, on my website. Cause I have a little chart generator thing. So yeah. yeah. And all your teas are like, and not just your teas, but like everything you do is aimed at self-care. And I think that's so beautiful um, because it's just self-care through astrology is the most empowering thing ever. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's really been my, um, I guess, method of healing, to be honest, because I, I find with all of my water energy, I need a lot of self-care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyone with like big water placements, knowing that is this is a way to soothe things, right? And mm-hmm. um, get the right frequency for what you need, whether that's grounding, whether that's soothing, whether that's uh, my Leo moon needs to chill the fuck out a little bit. Like yeah. it's wild. <laughs> um, so I just love it. Okay. So tell, tell everybody, how can people a find you B are you, are you doing anything they can work with you right now? Um, tell us how to, how to exist with you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of great things coming, but I'll talk about sort of the things that are available right now. Um, first of all, I guess just to get in touch with me, best thing is Instagram, um, astrobloom.ca. Um, and my website also astrobloom.ca. Um, yeah, I mean, I have all of my teas up on there, um, sort of a limited edition floral art and sage bundles and things like that. Um, I'm going to be releasing some, uh, beeswax candles soon. I saw a little ritual. Candle. So excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I also do readings as well. So my readings are geared towards really understanding like soul purpose and um, like connecting to that inner authentic self. Um, and so it is a lot to do with the moon sign, but it's a full chart reading of like the sort of original birth chart blueprint of a person. And as a result of that reading, I really craft like a self-care menu for people. So it really okay. takes into account their entire chart, all of the elements, like Uh, sort of like the different chakras that might be really unbalanced. Um, And then I provide them with like 15 or so ways that they can practice self-care to balance those energies. So it's like things like using the different tools, but also different meditations, yoga practices, just other general kind of stuff that they can do. Um, So good. And then then the one thing I do coming up that I'm just going to like shamelessly promote. Plug it. Plug it. (laughs) Oh, wait, but actually this might be released after it's over. So uh, maybe not. <laughs> Ooh, when is it? It's for the new moon on oh, in Pisces. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. <laughs> plug, we'll plug the next thing. I did see yeah. <laughs> if it's your moon it's rituals. Um, but if that's something like you are going to be doing more of, like people just go check out her work. Like it sounds amazing. I was reading about it today. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so many amazing ways to work with you. If 
anyone listening, just, just go, just, you'll be obsessed. Cause I, I straight up, I'm out of tea right now and I'm devastated. I need to order more. <laughs> um, and I just yeah, like, you tell share everyone. your, share your code with your people. I do have a code yeah. guys that I will, will, I mean, it's Vika 15, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I think I it's can, super simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll put it in the show notes for you guys. So like you can get a discount on um, the deliciousness. Um, and I forgot about your, your art as well. Like while we were talking, because your, um, your floral art is just like, no one else is doing shit like that. It's so cool. Thank you. So, so cool. So guys, go check this out. Definitely. So I'm going to link everything you need to find her in the show notes. I'm going to provide you guys with everything. Um, This has been epic. And I'm actually going immediately after this call into the poppy deeper and like why it's talking to me so loudly (laughs) uh, because I need to know now. (laughs) So thank you very much for sharing your time and your energy with me today. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was amazing. I I really loved chatting with you and yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you.